Fan Junkies Radio is brought to you by FanJunkies.net, where sports meets social networking. Because it's Fan Junkies Radio, and we are now live on the air, and it's our theme Friday here, and we're going to talk about the best sports movies ever made, but we're going to put a spin on it. We're going to talk about some of the best movies ever made, and even some underrated sports movies made, and we're going to put it up as a poll, and you, the Fan Junkies Radio listeners, will vote on it. It's a great afternoon. It's Friday. I'm your host, Jonathan Raggett. Alongside me, as always, is Mike McShane. Mike? What's going on? Uh, you tell me, man. I'm uh, It's Friday for me, so I'm kind of working behind the rest of the world. You always are working behind the rest of the world, man. Not I'm every sorry. day, just on <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Keep up with the world, man. Keep uh, I am. I'm trying, I'm trying my best here. I'm trying my best here. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm just relying on you to carry everything that I <laughs> We'll get you on the groove, man. We'll gotcha. get you on the groove. Gotcha. Right, man. So it's... Friday, as we just said it. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny afternoon here on the East Coast, and it's our theme Friday, and we're going to be talking about the best sports movies possibly ever made, Mike, and we're also going to talk about some of the most inspirational movies, some of the underrated movies, and we're also going to throw out some picks, and we're going to have our listeners vote on it, and then next week we're going to unveil what's the best baseball movie, football, hockey, Basketball, boxing, and other. And in other, it could be anything. It could be uh, skateboarding, a martial arts movie. You know, like, it could be ice castles. <laughs> could be ice castles. We know you like the fish. <laughs> oh. That is what's going to happen here today. We want you, the listeners, to call in at 347-237-5373 and let us know some of the best movies that you think is sports-related. Absolutely. But before we do that, real quick, let's get into our hat trick picks here over at hattrick.nhl.com. Mike and I are still tied three two three. I got it. I had a hat trick last night. Now it doesn't count towards our competition, but I had one last night. How about I that? haven't had one in about two weeks now because I am awful, Mike. <laughs> so let's get right to it real quick because we have a really, really action-packed show here talking sports movies. Uh, question number one, Mike: Which team will win between the New Jersey Devils and the Tampa Bay Lightning? Going with the Lightning on that one. It's a home game for them. Going with the Devils. Which team will win between the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars? I'm going to bet you we differ on this one as well. I'm going with the Wild. I'm going with the Wild as well. Ah! Ray Emery of the Chicago Blackhawks have at least 26 saves tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. Follow my thinking. Anaheim averages 27 shots per goal, but they also score on three of those. So, my contention is Emery will not have 26 saves. Yes, he will. Ducks will get off at least 32 shots tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks. Whoa. Okay. Hey, man. I'm going long. You're saying yes? Okay. I'm going long. Now, once in a while, you got to throw that bomb, man. You got... I, I got you. Uh, bomb you will. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just guessing here. The, the only one we're different, the only one we're the same on is the Wild, I think. Yes. Is that right? Okay. All right. All right. Got it. Yes. All right, Mike. Because I keep track of everything over here, as you well know. Yes, we all know. 
and I'll be keeping track of things as we talk ballots for these movies. Yes, we uh, Today in sports. Today in sports. Today in sports, I'm going to take it all the way back. It's a hockey-related one. I'm take it all the way back to 1929. How about that one? Oh, so uh, you actually probably saw what happened, huh? I, I did, yes. I was there, yes. First NHL Stanley Cup final between two U.S.-based teams. It was the Boston Bruins beating the New York Rangers to get their first Stanley Cup title. There you go, man. New York Rangers, Boston Bruins, original six teams. Yeah, you got it. 84 years ago today. Did you enjoy that game? I enjoyed it. There you go. Did you enjoy it? I know, I know you're in the stands for that. Listen, this much I do know. The beer and popcorn was a hell of a lot cheaper. I was going to say, were the cotton, you know, the cotton candy tasting better in 1929 than it was today? Oh, there we go. All right, Mike. Uh, why don't you give us a quick uh, NCAA update? Yeah, we had a, a handful of games last night. We're down to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and there's a lot of people this morning that are crying over broken brackets, and as well they should. They were crying about it after day one. No, that's true. But uh, for some of us that uh, have hung in here as long as we have, myself included, well, uh, we kind of took a beating from Syracuse as they beat uh, the number one seed, Indiana. Second number one seed now to go down. Gonzaga went out last weekend, and now Indiana out. Syracuse really put a shellacking on them, 61-50. to 50. Uh, The other one that probably came as a surprise to some people, uh, you had uh, Miami. Uh, losing, number two ranked uh, Miami losing to Marquette. Yeah. Uh, 71-61. I didn't see that one coming either. Uh, in both those games, I had Indiana advancing. I had Miami advancing. So, yes, I'm one of the ones crying over my broken bracket. Um, Ohio State and Arizona was a thriller that came right down to a last second, and it might have been actually milliseconds, uh, three-point shot from Ohio State to win it, 73-70. to what a what an incredible game. Uh, and everybody's Cinderella, at least everybody's here at the frat house. Uh, the LaSalle Explorers, number 13, uh, just really were no match whatsoever for number nine-seeded uh, uh, Wichita State. Uh, Wichita State won that one, 72-58. to 58, But a great, great big shout-out and congratulations to the LaSalle Explorers for going as far as they did for the first time since 1955 in the NCAA tournament. Great, great story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my my bracket's been busted for a while, but gotta say, my final two and my champion are still in it. So, well, that's yeah, and you know, I well, my final two are not, uh, but I've really, got, no, no, I, but I still do have, I think, three out of four, three out of four of the final four. But my my, I have one of my final two. Uh, four games, real quick today, um, or uh, and they will be they will be tipping off at about seven fifteen this evening. Uh, number 12, Oregon, uh, will be going up against number one, Louisville. Uh, let's hope that Louisville continues to hang strong there. Uh, Michigan, uh, number four, going up against uh, Kansas. That's a number one. Kansas is the number one. Uh, Michigan State, uh, number three, going up against Duke, and number two. That's going to be a great game. Very, very good game. Absolutely. Great game. Uh, and then the other, other big, big Cinderella, Florida Gulf Coast University, a number 15, going up against the number three, Florida, that'll be the late game. That'll be tipping off at about 10 o'clock this evening. I think that's actually going to be a close game, Mike. Uh, I believe it probably could be. Of course, you know, as we all well know, Florida Gulf Coast University is flying under the radar. Um, so far under the radar, nobody saw this coming. I dare anybody, uh, and I know we're going to throw the number out there real soon. We're going to be taking a lot of calls on movies. But if somebody wants to chime in and tell me 
that you took Florida Gulf Coast University. I'd love to hear it, but then you're going to have to back it up by showing me your bracket because I don't buy it. Yeah, so I it can't to believe be, anybody took Florida Gulf Coast. It has to be a bracket that was timestamped from a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Let's get into what we're here for today, Mike, and that's talking about sports movies. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to pick the best sports movies today. We're going to throw out some of our favorite movies, Mike. Yes. We're going to throw out some of the movies that we think are very, very underrated. And uh, we're going to put together a little bit of a ballot here. And uh, we want the fans and the listeners to call in at 347-237-5373. Tell us some of your favorite sports movies. And what we're going to do is we're going to put together a little bit of a poll. It's going to be up on FanJunkies.net, and it's also going to be up on FrightHouseSports.net. And we want you to vote on what you think is the best sports movie in the categories of baseball, Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and other. And like we said, in other, it could be a surfing movie, it could be a golf movie, it could be a figure skating movie, it could be a racing movie. It could be just about any movie related to sports but aren't the five major categories. Right. All right, Mike. I think we should start with baseball. Okay. Because, as everybody knows, it's America's favorite pastime, and I think there's probably been a thousand baseball movies compared to any other sport. Uh, that's probably true. It would have to be, you, you know, you and I were talking about this a little bit uh, pre-show. Baseball and boxing, I think, probably have some of the larger numbers of, ca- of, of, of potential candidates. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So how are we going to do this here, Mike? Do you want me to throw out a name of a movie? Uh, sure. My favorite sure. movies based sure. on baseball? Sure, absolutely. Throw them out there. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at them. Uh, I can respond to them. I'll throw out a couple of my own. Uh, I know your list is a lot more extensive than mine, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. My list is pretty, pretty extensive, Mike. So you're ready for this. Okay, yep, ready? Go ahead. I'm going to go 1942. Okay. Long time ago. Long time ago. Uh, you, were, you were about seven or eight at the time. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to throw this out right now. A, a movie that will always be uh, special to baseball fans across the world, and that's Pride of the Yankees with Gary Cooper. Yeah. Young Lou Gehrig, I think this is uh, one of the best movies based on not only just baseball, but an athlete. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a movie that could be played today and could still be as inspirational as it was then. Yeah, yep. Great movie. You know, and and also you had an appearance from uh, Babe Ruth in it, so... Yeah, I, I mean, you know, all those things make it well worth its classical uh theme i put it that way yes um i for one don't know if i would throw it up as the best or even no. i don't know if i would put it even in a top five best but this we're, is not, where we're, we're, we're not going best here mike what's that i said i said we're not going best here i'm saying it's one of the better baseball movies i have seen and, and and I love it, and I love it. If I have to put a top ten down, it's definitely in my top ten. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead. You you know what? You give me a name of a baseball movie you love. Well, I'm going to tell you. I I I can go I can go a number of different directions. I'm going to throw an old one out there. I'm going to throw one out there. A lot of people uh, that again uh, we talk about getting under the radar, and that's beat the drum slowly. The, the, it, it, you know, it was just uh, it was one of those kinds of movies. Uh, and I'm going to throw one out that's very similar to that when we get into football as well. Beat the Drum Slowly was uh, one of those kinds of baseball films that people don't really associate with baseball because it was uh, it was kind of a tear-jerking type of story. 
Um, but, uh, I mean, you got to put it in there. Uh, young uh, Robert De Niro in that one, just a uh, – uh, I, I take a great movie. No, it's 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 a great movie, 1973, Robert De Niro, Mark, uh, Michael Moriarty. Yes. It's a great, great movie, but as you said, it's probably a very underrated movie because it doesn't get the recognition as other baseball movies did. T- correct, correct. And still do to this day. Well, you're going to find that with me. I'm going to be pulling out a lot of uh, – I'm going to be pulling out some ones that are a little bit more obscure. Well, you have to. Absolutely. You have to. Um, but I'm going to throw that one in there. Well, if he didn't, you'd be a very, very odd man. Okay. Got to throw this one out here. Based on Chicago White Sox, Eight Men Out. Yes. Very Great good. movie. You had uh, John Cusack, Christopher Lloyd, Charlie Sheen. Probably one of the most underrated baseball movies that are out there. Because when everybody talks about baseball movies... You hear about all the big-name baseball movies. You never hear eight men out thrown in that category. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're absolutely you know? right. And this is the story of the infamous Black Sox scandal of 1919. Um, you know, just a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Uh, you know, writer-director John Sales did a phenomenal job with this movie. And, uh, this, you know, this is definitely a movie that should be put up there. And I'm going to throw it out there right now. In the top three, maybe top five. Movie, you know, baseball movies ever made, Mike. Couldn't agree with you more, Jonathan. I'm going to tell you, here's, you're going to find with me that I have a tendency to move towards uh, movies that are historically pre- uh, preservationalist yeah. um, and, and historically accurate and, and actually just tell us a story about something. Um, it, it, I, I, pref- I like the story because it, it, it fits into that, into that mold, as you just pointed out. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, this is one that, that you're, you're right. Uh, a lot of people overlook. Particularly when you start getting into, you know, I don't. You're going to find out. I don't dig the the comedy flash sports movies. I don't like them. Uh, so when you're talking about, uh, um, oh gosh, what's the movie everybody everybody's favorite? You know, with uh, with uh, Sheen, Charlie Sheen. Oh, Major League. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't. I I can't go anywhere near it. All right, it, it's it's a goofy film. It, it's just it's it's dumb. And and I I don't I I don't buy into that. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it dumb. I mean I, I I like Major League and and you got what it was all about. It was it was, it was a comedy movie. Uh, no I, I I hear you. And I mean if you like movies that are historically right, unfortunately that's what documentaries are for. But when you're talking about a major motion picture like a Major League, you know they put their own spin on, uh, you know uh, you know on this movie that had to do with baseball about a. a you know, an, 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 an owner trying to sell the team off, hoping that they would lose, um, you know, has that happened in real life? Probably, but there's no known record of it. So guess what? This was a story that somebody wrote, and I thought it was a very, very good baseball movie. No, and, you, and listen, I know that I would probably get, you know, if somebody calls in, I'm going to get a lot of heat for it. There were people right on our Facebook page uh, in the past few days that were putting up Major League and saying that, you know, it was one of their top baseball films. And I respect that. That's fine. Uh, I just don't. I don't buy into the ha ha sports films. Mm. That's not where I go with it. And to me, uh, that's why I can't put it in there as as one of my, you know, dramatically great films. Yeah. Um, because I, I I don't like making. Lo- oh yeah, maybe I mean, it's I, definitely not a dramatically great film. That you know, definitely not. You know, it's not. So maybe I take my sports too seriously. <laughs> well, you know, of, there are a lot of people that say I would. <laughs> I do as well, but you know what? I'm going to put it out there right now. One of my top three movies, and 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 I'll tell you exactly why, and you'll probably knock me for it, Mike, is The Sandlot. 
Yeah. And the the reason why I like it is because it shows you why baseball is America's favorite pastime. It shows you as a kid how much baseball was so important to us growing up mm-hmm. and playing on these old dirt fields as kids. You never stopped from morning till night. And to me, I think that showed how great baseball was compared to some of these other movies. And right. and. and you know, to me, the Sandlight was a comedy. It wasn't a drama. Um, it, it 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 was just a youthful side of baseball. And to me, that's why the Sandlot will always be probably one of the greatest movies ever made about baseball. Right. right. And I, 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 so it's 20th anniversary just a couple of days ago. And I hear you. I understand. I, I think it's just a matter of of perspective, Jonathan, from where we're both coming from. Now, I'll give you – I'm going to throw one out, and this is going to fit, like, right into – uh, the McShane category of what I'm talking about. Shoot. We're talking baseball, and I got to throw Cobb in there with Tommy Lee Jones. All right, all right. It was a great film. Now, why do I like that film so much? Because again, we're going to that historical perspective concept. It wasn't uh, let's make fun of it. Uh, it was it, it was telling a story about an individual that, in many respects, was very very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and frequently very, very maligned. So, uh, you know, I throw that out there as one of my all-time uh, favorite baseball films. Yeah, yeah. Definitely but, one of mine, too. And you know what? If you're talking about, you know, an historical movie that's based on facts, one of them has to be a league of their own, talking about the Women's Baseball League, when the men were overseas fighting I, the war. You know, I hear you. movie. I, I know I hear you, but you know you know where I what what happens to me with that one is that it's been so kind of um, humorized. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, uh, there's no crying in baseball line. You know, it's been humorized, so therefore it kind of takes away from its historical uh, perspective. In my oh, opinion. yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think that's where, uh, you know, Penny Marshall and, uh, you know, her, her, her brother were going with this movie. But unfortunately, over the years, I mean, it's become such a classic that a lot of the lines from this movie have made it into commercials. You know, that shipping commercial, there's no crying in shipping. Right, right, right. You know, so, uh, you know, but that's, you know, but that's just, you know, that pays homage to a phenomenal movie. And, of course, uh, you know, this movie is definitely one of the great baseball movies. Okay, now let's throw out one here that um, doesn't fit into uh, my normal genre of historical perspective, but I think many people would probably put darn near close to their number one in baseball, and that's Field of Dreams. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, now, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, it's it, it's one of the most ridiculous plot lines when you consider it because it is absolutely implausible, and yet for some reason or another it just captures all of our imaginations. And as you would said before, uh, Jonathan, with uh, Eight Men Out, it uh, or with Sandlot, rather, um, it really, really epitomizes what baseball is all about for us as Americans. Well, yeah, it sh- it shows how important baseball was or still is to us. Uh, you know, Field of Dreams is based off the uh, W.P. Kinsella novel, Shuva's Show, phenomenal book. Uh, of course, Field of Dreams took a different spin on the book, used a lot of the same ideas, but, you know, different character names and whatnot. And uh, to me, I thought the book was a lot better than the movie, but the movie was phenomenal. Right. So, uh, you know, that goes to show you how – even better the book was, in, in my mind. Um, you know, one of the uh, very few Kevin Costner movies I actually do like. I thought uh, everybody in this was phenomenal. Ray Liotta, James Earl Jones, 
Um, you know, Burt Lancaster as, uh, you know, Moonlight Graham. Yep. You know, uh, just a phenomenal movie. And, you know, it's still a movie that you could watch today, Mike, and it still blows your mind. Absolutely. You and know, now that we're talking about it, I might just have to watch it sometime today. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it still blows your mind. Um, you know, and I have to throw out another movie, Mike. Go ahead. Um, and, you know, you probably won't go for it because, you know, you don't <laughs> like those movies that put a spin on sports because uh, I, I don't know why. Uh, you, I'm, you a don't purist. I'm a purist. <laughs> you, you, you are a purist. Um I liked it. I liked it when they remade it. Thought it was great. Um, but I thought the original was even better, and that's uh, Paul Douglas and Janet Leigh and Angels in the Outfield. Oh, gosh. I loved it. Uh, you know, it, it, listen, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal story, and of course it's based around baseball, and it's a movie made to give one hope. But it's great because it uses, once again, like we keep going towards, the importance of baseball to us as American people. Right. You know, right. phenomenal movie. And, uh, you know, I thought the... Uh, Remake was good, but I, uh, you know, I still have to lean towards the original. Yeah, and, you know, we got John Leary in our chat room here. I was just gonna say that. You know, Bad News Bears, and we ain't talking about the crap remake. We're talking about the original. The original. Yeah. Walter Matthau, phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Phenomenal movie. You he know? also indicated though. He also threw out there uh, Bull Durham. Okay, now Bull when Durham. you start, you know, uh, that I, I think you'd, you'd be remiss if that wasn't on a list somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, a good friend of mine over on our Facebook page. Uh, last night, uh, The Natural. I got problems with The Natural. <laughs> I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, the boy, man. Yeah, I got, I'm sorry. You know something? Can I tell you honestly, I, as, for as many times as I've watched The Natural, I still don't get the movie. I don't understand it. I don't well, get I it. I don't understand, Mike. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't understand, you know, the whole movie. I don't get it. And and I don't I you know I don't know what people see in it, but I know that it would be on a lot of people's a lot of people's list. Yeah. Well. Bull, so I'm putting Bull Durham down on the list here for a moment, and I'll put the natural because it was brought up. But go ahead. Well, Roy Hobbs is not too happy with you today, buddy. Yeah, I I hear you, and that's I I, I feel bad. I you know. Yeah. Well, tell him to send me an email. You know, listen. There's a lot of of older baseball movies that. You know, captured the hearts of, of of people years and years ago. Like like I said, Pride of the Yankees, uh, the Jackie Robinson story, the Pride of St. Louis. You know, you're talking about baseball movies starting in the early '40s, Mike, up to you know the '90s when you had the Sandlots. Um, you know, Rookie of the Year, right. Little Big League, up right. until some of the newer ones like Moneyball. Right. You know, uh, you know, baseball movies will never stop being made, and it's probably going to be the one genre of sports movies. That will probably stand the test of time. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, where are we going with the ballot here? Let's look at this real quick. I've got quite a few written down here. Where do I we mean, want? You know, listen. You have to add Field of Dreams. It's on there. So you have to add the Sandlot for what okay. it is. Okay. Um, definitely Eight Men Out. Okay. You know, uh, Bad News Bears. Because that's you know when when people think baseball movies, I think right away they think Bad News Bears. You know. Because it's what they grew up on, you know, as, you know, as a '70s movie, Bull Durham. Absolutely, Bull Durham, which I'm, I'm marking down right now. You have to go old school with uh, a movie like Pride of the Yankees, and uh, you know, the natural. You, the natural. And uh, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, you have to put down uh, a League of Their Own. Okay. You know, I think those are movies that everybody. So you got Field of Dreams, Sandlot, Eight Men Out, A League of Their Own. 
the natural bad news bears pride of the Yankees and Bull Durham. Yep, got it. That's some of the best uh, baseball movies. But we want to hear from you. 347-237-5373. Call and let us know what some of your favorite baseball movies are. But let's switch it over now to another sport, Mike, and let's go football. Okay. Some good movies in football. I got some on here that you'll probably laugh at me about, and I'm sure you got some I'll probably laugh about. I'm sure. <laughs> because you don't like the funny part. You're, you're right. Of base, of uh, football movies. Right. Um, I'm going to go right out on the limb, and I'm going to say uh, Any Given Sunday. Yes. Not sure if you've ever seen it. Yes. Al Pacino. Yes. L.O. Cool J. Um, you know, all based around this team down in Florida. Uh, just an amazing, amazing movie by Oliver Stone. Definitely in my top three of football movies ever made. Well, I, I, I absolutely, I agree with you, and I had it on my list in in my top three as well. Might might just actually be my number one. Yeah, it, it's it's really close. I mean, you got the story of a coach dealing with newer types of football players. An right. aging quarterback, right. wondering if he has it in him still to keep playing. Right. Uh, you know, a new owner taking over a owner who is a well-respected owner in football. Right. You know, a, a, a running back trying to make his paycheck, a defensive end trying to break a record but still stay healthy. Just a phenomenal movie. And, and to me, it looked at every single aspect of football in general. I agree with you. Like you know, from the owner to the coach, right on down to the players. And, I, uh, I think it might just—I I would agree with you, Jonathan. I think I think any given Sunday, and, and it's amazing because I thought I was—I thought I would be throwing that one at you, and it would be one that everybody would forget about. But uh, we're right on the same page, right at the exact same time. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just—it's just a phenomenal movie. So, uh, Mike, that's probably your number one. What would be? In your top three, give me another movie. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to again. Here we go. I'm going to throw one. That I think might come under the radar for some people, and that's Brian's song. Brian's song. Yep. Brian Piccolo. The story of Brian Piccolo. Uh, of course, he had a young James Caan in that movie. Um, just a, a, a you know, again, uh, it's a movie to me that uh, kind of like Field of Dreams, albeit it's a true story. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, very similar to, to to the one I brought up in baseball, uh, bang the drum slowly. Uh, you know, a kind of a tear jerking type of story. Uh, I, I Brian song uh, left, and I I remember when I saw, I saw it uh, when it was first released. It was released as a TV movie, actually. Yes. Uh, and I saw it for you know when it in its day in the first time. <laughs> And I tell you, as a kid watching that movie, it just left a uh, uh, forever left an impression on me. Yeah, it was it was a great movie, no doubt about it. One of the best. Um, I'm going old school again here, Mike. I'm going right down to 1940. Um, Pat O'Brien, Ronald Reagan. Yep. Our former U.S. president. That's Newt Rockney, All American. Yep. I, I that's definitely my top three. If that's not my number two, it's absolutely my number three football movie. If you've never seen it. You have to watch it. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. And, uh, you know, if you don't know who Newt Rockney is, look it up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Seriously, you know, not even going to explain it, why it's one of my favorite movies. You have to watch it. If you're a fan of football and you like sports movies and you haven't seen Newt Rockney, mm-hmm. you're not a fan of sports movies. Yep, yep, absolutely. Mike? Throw out another one, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think here. There was another one I was uh, I had that I was thinking of, um, uh, and I'm having trouble locating. Okay, it might have been uh, was it Friday Night Lights? 
Friday Night Lights, great movie. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Great movie. That's a very good movie. Uh, I'm trying to also think of some ones that were thrown out to us over on our Facebook page, and I wanted to – somebody had thrown one out here. Hold on. Uh, throw another one out there, Jonathan. Let me see what we've got on our Facebook page. Well, uh, let's see. we got a lot of them uh, right on my list. Rudy. I, I can't go there. <laughs> can't, uh, you know, it's it's still a movie that that sits well with people. I I mean, I I wasn't a, a big fan of Rudy. I liked Remember the Titans better. Yes. I, I thought Remember the Titans was a great story. Un, unfortunately, go. they changed a lot of things in that movie that weren't based on the real story. But that's why you always say based on a true story before a movie, but it was a very uh, good, very inspirational movie, and I think that definitely needs to be down on the ballot, Mike. Yeah, Rudy was Rudy was one that uh, my good friend Linda had up on our Facebook page, and I, I meant to bring that one up earlier. Uh, Rudy, I, I just, I, you know, listen, I own Rudy. I've watched it. It's, you know, a, it's a nice heartwarming. It's a good type. movie. It's a good it's movie. It's a nice heartwarming type of story. Right, yeah. right. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's part of my Notre Dame bias, but uh, I got a little, I, I, I got a little trouble with it. As far as a true, real kind of gutsy sports film, it, it, you know, listen, Jonathan, you can't have any given Sunday on the list and then have Rudy on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean I, I, I mean, listen, we have to put it down on the list because I know, of, I know, I hear you. You know, I wouldn't, but. A lot of other people would like to do it. Uh, I agree. I agree. I, you know what? I have a movie down on mine that I, I probably most people will think is a joke, but I, I loved the idea with it, and it was between agent and football player, and it was the only two oh, people that had each other, and, and it was Jerry Maguire with Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, um, but I thought this was great. You had a wide receiver who was not the right height. Right. Nobody really cared for him. Nobody really wanted him. And then you had a sports agent who was by himself, and unfortunately he relied on this wide receiver because it was his only client left. And at the same time, you really didn't get the grasp of the story, but the wide receiver really based his whole career on this sports agent. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it showed a real corporate side of professional football. I agree. I think from that perspective, it's it's quite good because it does give us a little bit of an insight into what it's like uh, and what these guys are like with their agents. Absolutely. So I think that that from that perspective, it's good. Uh, again, I'm I'm going to have a little trouble with it from the standpoint of saying, okay, this is a great sports film. Hmm. But I understand what you're saying. It's you know, it's we can go great sports films, and we can go on great films that are based around the sport. Around and, sports, you, I know, I hear you. You know, this dies behind the sport. You know, but it shows you what goes down in professional football, and I thought that's why it was one of the, you know, one of the. I wouldn't say it was in my top three, but it's definitely in my top ten of sports movies. What about the uh, replacements? What was that? The replacements. A lot of people uh, wouldn't. <laughs> really? I, the replacements? Huh? I thought it was a funny movie. Okay. I thought it was a great movie. A lot of people knock it though. So. I'm, I'm, uh, boy, I'd love to hear why. I thought it was actually a pretty good film. Sports blogger radio in our chat room here, and he's, he's. Flipping out, saying, don't add the replacements. And as soon as you said that, he's screaming no in the chat room. <laughs> oh, John, give us a call. Come on, man. What's what, uh, you got to let us know what, what your problem is with that one. Uh, I, look, it, it, it happened. I mean, it, you know, I wouldn't say that that movie was – I wouldn't say the movie was specifically based upon, you know, the uh, the, the, the strike from uh, what year was it, back in the uh, uh, mid-'80s. Yeah. Uh, but 
it happened. I thought it was. And, you know, well, and, and you know what? I'm shocked they're actually putting that on there, Mike, since you don't like the comedic side of sports. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But see, but see, it goes to the history thing. It, it there is some basis of history in that particular movie. I, I'm not saying I would put it on the list. I just throw it out there as a as a you know fodder. Yeah. Throw it out there for fodder for 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 chatting. Um, uh, our buddy John Leary is chatting away, going no. Okay, let's go here real quick. Um, Rudy. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got yeah. I got any given Sunday. Brian Song, Newt Rockney, uh, Remember the Titans, Rudy, and Jerry Maguire. That's what we've got at this point. Okay. Um, any given uh, Rudy, and, and I'm sorry, but you have to add this to the list, Mike. Yes, go ahead. Little Giants. Oh, okay. All right. As the youth. Uh, how kids who aren't or always pick the last to play the sport yeah. and turn around and learn the game of football. And I thought that was a phenomenal message from Little Giants. Yeah, okay. All right, right. Real, it's on the list. <laughs> all right, real quick, um, we'll probably only take a couple from the next ones. We only have 27 minutes left in the show here. Basketball. Um, right away, Hoop Dreams, a documentary. Thought that was the best. And, and I know it's not a, a, a movie per se. It is a documentary, but to me, that was the best thing ever made on basketball. Uh, it's excellent. It's yeah. very, very good. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Uh, it's not the first one I think of, but uh, yes, you're absolutely right. It's definitely up there. Um, n- number two, I would have to say Blue Chips. Ooh. Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Hardaway, lots of stars in it, and it shows you the recruiting process of college basketball. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's definitely on there. Um, I got a couple more in here, Mike, but I'll let you throw out one. Well, I mean, Hoosiers, man. Absolutely, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. I I mean, you know, it's when 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 I think of basketball films, it's the first one that comes to my mind. Yes. Uh, And sometimes it's the only one uh, that comes to my mind. So uh, I I would be. I'm going to be honest with you, Jonathan. I'd be surprised if anybody would say. Uh, another film better than Hoosiers as far as basketball genre. Okay. That's my personal opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of really, really good basketball movies out there. There's some I can throw out there to you and to our listeners here. But I don't think that there's a lot, uh, you know, better than Hoosiers. Uh, To me, I think Hoop Dreams and Blue Chips are probably right behind Hoosiers. I agree. Uh, You know, we could talk about the fish that say Pittsburgh – uh, we could right. talk about white man can't jump. Right. Uh, to me, above the rim, I thought it was a very good. You bet. You know, it shows you the urban style of basketball in that early '90s. I agree. Late '80s, above the rim. I agree. Um, thought that was a phenomenal movie based on on basketball. Um, I liked Eddie. You know, with Whoopi Goldberg, with her taking over as the coach of the New York Knicks. I thought oh. that was, you know, <laughs> it, you know, what if that actually happened? Oh. I completely forgot about that one. Wow. Yeah. You know, what if that actually happened? What if there was a fan in which we've always said, you know, a fan could probably coach a team better. What if that, if if, if an owner of a team gave a fan that opportunity, Mike? And, and to me, that's what Eddie showed. Plus, you had to uh, love, you know, the people in it, the late Malik Seeley, the, the late Dwayne Schnitzis. You had Rick Fox, Mark Jackson, Olden Polynes, Mitch Richmond, all of these stars in the NBA from the early 90s. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. That, that's funny. I, I, I'm i telling you, Jonathan, you just threw me back for a minute. I, I completely forgot about that film altogether. Great, 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 great movie, man. I, I loved it. I loved <laughs> and, it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, you know, there, I'm going to – I'm stepping outside myself for a moment. 
because uh, I, I wouldn't say it was great, but it's a film that I enjoyed, and I'm stepping outside myself because that really was a funny film. Yeah, it was. There was a couple of good ones. Home of the Giants. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. No. Uh, Pistol. Pistol, The Birth of a Legend, uh, the story of Pistol Pete Maravich, and one that we spoke about with our friend Nate Bellamy, who's making a Renaissance Men movie, Mike, uh, Rebound, The Legend of Earl the Goat Manigal. Yes. You know, we never get to see a movie on basketball about a legend that nobody knows about. And to me, right. uh, you know, the Earl the Goat Manigal story was phenomenal with Don Cheadle. Yep, I agree with you. Agree with you. So, uh, we have hoop dreams, above the rim, blue chips, Hoosiers, Eddie, and I guess you could put White Man Can Jump in there, right? Well, I was going to say, how about Coach uh, Carter? Eh, it's like... a little more contemporary, I'll tell you. I thought that was a great story. All right, so let's throw that in there. Okay. Let's throw that in there along with White Man Can Jump because those are movies I think everybody knows of. Really want to see what everybody thinks of those movies. All right. All right, real quick, hockey. Oh, I can go. I can, we're we're gonna we're gonna go round and round on this one. Go ahead. It's you know what you can go round and round, but right away, my favorite hockey movie, Mike. What are you guys doing? Putting on the foil every game. Yeah, you want some? No. It's got to be slap shot. <laughs> one of my favorite favorite hockey movies to me, my number one. And I have a lot of movies listed here of of hockey movies that I love, Mike. <laughs> this is my number one hockey movie. I saw the movie. I saw the movie in the theater when it first came out. Uh, and being the kind of hockey nut that I was and still am, yep. uh, you know, had to get there. Had to go see this film. Uh, it was it was very very good. Uh, would not would not put it up there as my best or my favorite. Uh, again, why? It was improbable and it was it was slapstick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Slap shot is slapstick. Let's get it straight. Absolutely. Uh, well, my you know, favorite hockey movie. Uh, you know, slapstick. You know, I I know that. And I, again, I'm going to get slammed. Okay, there's there there would be a lot of people out there that would slam me for my choices uh, on on some of these different categories. But slap shot, I I just can't put it up there as a a a hockey representative type of film. I can't do it. I love it. Let's take a call real quick, Mike, before we get to your selection, and that's from the 615 area code. What's going on? Hi, how's it going? I just um, found your station. I thought I'd call in. Great. Uh, so what's, what are you talking about? What are the best sports movies? Is that it? Yeah, we're talking some of the best sports movies. We just went through baseball, football, and basketball. Right now we're on hockey. Why don't you uh, let us know what uh, okay. some of your favorite sports movies are? Okay, well, for a long time I was collecting. I was going to write a book on um, my favorite baseball movies because I, I was collecting them yeah. um, and I, I, when VHS was popular but then DVDs came out so I went yes. so I just sold all my movies because I got <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, I'm a huge baseball movie fan so that's the main reason I called in but sure. um, I, my base, my favorite baseball movie is Nashville I guess um, Field of Dreams is way up there mm-hmm. but my favorite movie period is Rocky yeah so, oh, um, absolutely and you know what I think that's going to most likely be everybody's favorite and most inspirational. We're actually going to get to that and talk about that a little bit in our boxing category in a bit. Um, Right away, though, let me throw this out to you. On our list, because we're going to do a ballot and we're going to have our listeners vote, we have Field of Dreams, we have Sandlot, we have Eight Men Out, A League of Their Own, The Natural, Bad News Bears, Pride of the Yankees, and Bull Durham. Out of those choices, which would be your favorite? 
Um, well, my top three would be um, The Natural Field of Dreams and Bad News Bears. Okay. Bad um, oh. News Bears is a great movie. And by that hockey movies, have you seen Goon? Ah, uh, thanks very much. Yes. I think Goon, think, yeah, Goon is a great, great movie. I think Goon is better than Slapshot to me. Absolutely not, Mike. <laughs> no, I don't know about, I don't know about that. Slapshot is a cool Slapshot. movie. Yeah. And no, I'm not a hockey great. fan, but I, I saw Goon on Netflix a few weeks back, and it it really surprised me. I thought it was um, really well done. Yeah, it was it was a good movie. Um, what's his name? The guy from uh, American Pie, um, Sean William Scott, or something like that. Yeah. Or, he was phenomenal in it. He was phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. He he was phenomenal. I I really liked that movie. It was it was a really cool uh you know edge that they put on that movie. Yep. Great, uh-huh. great. And, and a true story, evidently. Yeah. Right, and see, that's where I go with it, and that's where I can buy into Goon over Slapshot. Slapshot was a comedy, uh, it, completely improbable. I, 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 you know, I give it to it for what it was. Uh, you know, it was probably one of the first hockey films uh, of the current era that uh, really gave it gave us the sport the way we knew it. But uh-huh. it wasn't. It's it, it's not. It, it was. It, I don't know. There wasn't any meat to it. It was just. It was just a, a, a comedy. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I love Paul Newman. That's why I can't go there. Um, but it, I just. I've always liked him, man. I'm not a hockey fan at all, but it just made me laugh. You know. <laughs> great. No, it, it was a great movie. We like, and you know, thank you for bringing that up. We we appreciate that. But uh, huh? yeah, hey, you know what? Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. All right. Hey, by the way, can I say one more thing? Shoot. Have you seen the previous? Well, I'm a like I'm a huge baseball movie fan, so. I've seen the previous to this movie, um, 42, yeah. about Jackie Robinson. Right. And, yeah. and it looks awful. Yeah. It looks like it's um, kind of romanticized, like it's they're trying to make it pretty or something. And, you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it just look, it doesn't look gritty enough for me, you know? His story is just so important. Yeah. Right. And it just looks it just looks crazy. I mean, there's they're playing rap music in the background. I don't know if it's I, in the movie. I was, I was just yeah, going to say that the hip-hop feel of it really killed it for me as soon as I saw the first coming attractions. Yeah. I and think there's, a, there's to... a scene where he, I saw a scene early on in the early previews last year where he flips the bat. Like he's showing up the pitcher after he hits it. Like Jackie Robinson would really do that. Yeah. You know, come on, you know. Yeah, I think they had their own, you know, taste into it to reach out to people of this generation. Yeah, I, and unfortunately, I get it, but come on. Come on, it's Jackie Robinson, you know. No, right. and, and, you know, I appreciate what you're saying because this is what I've been harping about from the top of the show on, and that is maintaining the historical perspective of things. Uh, I think exactly. in some respects we have to withhold judgment on that particular movie until it actually comes out and we see it. Yeah, uh, because I agree. I, have, I, agree. I have seen but, some trailers. I've seen some trailers, uh, particularly on the Internet, where it does show a rather gritty side uh, to uh-huh. Jackie Robinson's elevation into uh, Major League Baseball. Well, that's good because, it, you know, I've been saying for years there needs to be a movie about Jackie Robinson. Yep. Because there was one in the early days that Jackie Robinson was actually in. And he played himself. That's and, correct. Uh, the Jackie Robinson story. And, yep. you know, it was kind of silly. Or, you know, it was kind of, you know, they took a lot of liberties back then, just like they did with part of the Yankees. But, um, you know, he deserves a great movie, you know. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Right. Yep. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. So let's go through our uh, hockey movies here real quick, Mike. Uh, you know, we got Goon. We're going to put Goon on the list. Absolutely. Going to put Slapshot on the list. We got to put Miracle. miracle. You got to go Miracle. Got to go Miracle on the list, no doubt about that. You have to go Mighty Ducks. Oh, Again, the whole you. We have to go. You have to go Mighty Ducks. 
If you're like I said, it, sports is important to our youth, you know. And oh, movies show how important sports is. You talk about hockey movies right off the bat. The first thing people are going to tell you is either Slapshot or Mighty Ducks. We have to go Mighty Ducks. Uh, I got it on the list. Uh, I'm not going Mighty Ducks, but I've got it on the list there for you. Two movies. I'm going to throw out to you, Mike. That I have to put on the list. Mr. Alaska. Talking pond hockey. Okay, I don't know that movie. Gotta watch it. You'll love it. Love it. Love it. The uh, this pond hockey team from Michigan, Alaska. They actually get to play the on the pond, the New York Rangers. Oh, that sounds actually. You know something? I think I do remember that. Where did that come out? Uh, came out in the nineties. Uh, not yeah, it came out in about the nineteen ninety nine. I think I do remember that film. I never saw it. Pro. It was a couple other people in it. It was a great movie. Um. A movie that I like, and a lot of hockey fans came to me and told me, you got to put this on a list, and it's it's so underrated, and that's Youngblood. Rob Lowe, Patrick Brady, uh, yes. you know, shows a guy trying to make it You're into right. the big leagues of the amateur league right. out of Canada. Great movie. That's you know, good. There's another one. I forgot about that one. Uh, that is a very uh, – I liked that film very much. Youngblood? Yeah. Movie. Great movie. So, right now on our list, we got Slapshot, we have Miracle, Goon, Youngblood, Mighty Ducks, Mystery, Alaska. Yeah. Great movies. And, there, you know, there's a couple ones we could talk Idol of the Crowds with John Wayne, 1937. I guarantee you a lot of hockey fans never saw that movie. Mm-hmm. Guarantee yep. it. But we'll go with those movies right now. Yep. Box, real quick, Mike, we have a lot of good boxing movies. Um, right off the bat, you got to put Rocky on the list, no doubt about it. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about it. I know you had a good one you wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Again, people are going to look at me and go, McShane, are you, what, what, the, what the hell's the matter with you? But no, seriously, <laughs> uh, I got to go Requiem for a heavyweight. Great movie. What a fantastic genre. Talk about a gritty film. Great. You know, yeah, Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn is a busted down uh, heavyweight uh, boxer. Uh, his manager, Jesse Gleason. Uh, and then his ring manager uh, was uh, played by uh, Mickey Rooney. Three of the most, uh, you know, you take those three guys together, put them I, together I in can't. one room, so improbable it's not even funny, just made for a great, great film. 1962, uh, filmed in black and white, uh, just one of those genre type of pieces, uh, and ultimately you, you find out what happens to busted down uh, heavyweights, uh, and, 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 you know, there goes Anthony Quinn, he ends up, you know, he ends up going into wrestling. You know, just to try to make ends meet. Yeah, great, great movie. It's definitely one of the best boxing movies ever made. Um, got, we we got to put Raging Bull. Absolutely. Story of, you know, Jake Mulata. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw this, you know, the champ, John Voight. We we, yeah. we we spoke about this pre-show. I think one of the most underrated boxing movies, him and a young Ricky Schroeder. Good movie. Um, let me ask you this, Mike. Would you put Million Dollar Baby on your list? No. Good, I'm glad. Uh, I, I would no. Okay. Uh, and you know the the champ, and we could probably find a movie like the champ in just about every single one of the categories that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do the champ, then you're going back to Brian's song. You're going back to uh, bang the drum slowly. These are the same types of uh, of films. Say, you know, different sport, same type of story. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I got, you know what, I got two movies on here that I, I probably guarantee most people have never seen, Mike. And we go far back here. You know, I'm, I'm going far back. 
The first time I'm going to throw it in 1940, City for Conquest with James Cagney. Not sure if you ever saw it. Don't know that one, dude. But you should see it. Don't know that one. Other one, we spoke about this pre-show, 1942, Gentleman Jim with Errol Flynn. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you very much. I, you know, I, I, I almost have to put it on there. Yeah. Although, I'll tell you, it probably won't get too many votes because I don't think too many people know the film anymore. They don't, unfortunately. They don't. Um... You know, there's so many good boxing movies, Mike. Now, Gentleman Jim, uh, uh, correct me here, Jonathan, because you, you probably know a heck of a lot more about the movie than I do. I mean, I remember seeing it as a, as a youngster. Yeah. It was based on a true story of a, of a true fighter. Who was it? It was, ah, oh, man, uh, was it, no, what the heck was his name? I surprised I, maybe you know off the top of your head. James Corbett. You're, you're okay, right. Okay. Right. All right. I just had to think about it for a second. I, you know, it, it was it was uh, gentleman Jim James uh, James J Corbett was a heavyweight champ in the uh, wow uh, late 1800s. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Phenomenal movie. It's got to be on there. Mike, Will Smith, Ali. Uh Do you put that on there? I mean, I wasn't a fan of the movie, but considering tell- you know the history of Muhammad Ali. Can I tell you honestly? Um. I remember – thank you for reminding me. I remember when that film came out. I absolutely wanted to see it. I was dying to see it. I have yet to see that film. Now, if I'm not mistaken, was he not brought up for an Academy Award for that uh, what, performance? Yeah, it was. I, listen, I, it was a good story. I just – for some reason, eh, you know, it just didn't sit well with me. It was a good movie, though, but I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't put it on my favorite. Right. But, you know, I think we're going to have to put that on there. Uh, okay. So right away – uh, we got Rocky, and it could be Rocky one, two, three, or four. Uh, I was just gonna say to you, you know, are we are we segregating the Rockies? Because I mean, for God's sake, I I, I think we would have to put Rocky one and two by itself. I agree. And three and four together. I don't even know if you put three and four on there to be honest with you, but that's okay. I I I, I thought three and four were good. Uh, yeah. Um, Ali, Raging yep. Bull, the champ, Jim. Uh, Rayquan for heavyweight, Chandler uh, Jim, Ali, Rocky, one and two. Okay, yeah. Got okay. it. All right, man. Now we're going to go other here. And this could be anything, Mike. Mm-hmm. This could be anything. Um, You're going Ice Castles. I'm going Ice Castles. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going racing right now, right off the bat. And you oh. want to go with this? Go ahead. I'm going comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm going Cannonball Run. Uh, okay. One or two. Both were phenomenal. Uh-huh. What do you got on your other list? I got a good one. I got Tin Cup. What do you got? Tin Cup. Tin Cup. Good. Yep, Tin Cup. Cup. I like Tin Cup. Good movie. Good you movie. know, everybody's going to want to call it or, or write in and go, oh, you know, how about Caddyshack? How about Cat-? You know, come on. Uh, I, again, you know, going to the comedy thing, I just, I, 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 sometimes I just can't step over that line. Look, I saw Caddyshack. I laughed my 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 tail off over it, but you can't put it in as a sports film. It's a comedy. King Cup was a good film. Yeah, it was. I liked it. I like um, I like King Cup. We're gonna go. Uh, you know, we went documentary with Hoop Dreams over basketball. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a documentary here that I, I you know, it, honestly, when it came out, it took it took most of the world by storm, Mike. And okay. we're going to go bodybuilding, and we're going to go pumping iron. Yes. You know, you have to put that. I mean, it, 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 I, you know, I don't you, – you can walk up to ten people. I guarantee you eight out of ten people have seen pumping iron. Uh, I – wow. Really? 
Don't you think that many? I don't think you'd find that many. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you'll find that. Eight out of ten? Yeah, a lot of people I talk to, when we talk about underrated documentaries and movies, Pump and Iron always comes out from somebody. Huh. Uh, and, and most of the time, it's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what about you? Yeah, I got an obscure one. I'm trying to find the title. Uh, I know people are going to know it. Um and it was the uh, film with the uh, – uh, it was film set in England with the rowing. Uh, what was that one? Darn it all. With the rowing? Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was, a, it was you know, the skulls, you know, the rowing. Uh, oh, what the heck? Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Um, I loved that film. I'm, I'm looking – I'm scrolling up and down. That's a new movie? I beg your pardon? That's a fairly new movie, correct? I want to say late eighties, maybe. Late eighties. I know. I'm looking up over the over the list. Uh, I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth here. I'm trying something blues. You know what? I I I can't think of that off my head right now. Uh, I wonder if anybody knows. If anybody out there knows which one I'm talking about. Uh, ah, boy, that that's driving me nuts. Yeah, because there was a lot, you know, because there were some good ones out there. Uh, you know, I, I right away, I, I don't know why I thought you were gonna say White Squall, but it's uh, uh that, that's a good film too. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, I wouldn't put it on the list. Though. That's that's. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would put it on the list, but good film. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, I'm gonna throw this out here, and this has to do with skateboarding. And this, you know, this is is the beginning of skateboarding when you talk about how it started, and we're going to go with uh, Lords of Dogtown, Stacey Peralta, okay. all those guys. It, it, you know what? They made that movie possibly too late, but when they did make it, it was a very, very good movie. So Lords of Dogtown, uh, you know, how skateboarding started on the West Coast in California. Yep, yep. I, I, I like that choice, actually. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that that's a good one. Yeah. Um, It's not I, – I, you know, it's it, – it, I saw the film. It's not one that I would that I would easily, you know, that I would necessarily throw in as a sports film. But I think it's a good. I thought it was a good film. Absolutely, a new one, Mike. Has to do with wrestling. The wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Not Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I thought it was a phenomenal movie. There, there has been some better wrestling documentaries, but I'm going to go strictly motion picture on this one, and uh, got to go with uh, the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Yep. Um. There's some good movies, Mike. Other, you know what? I, I, I would like to add this movie because I think uh, once again, if you talk to a lot of people, a lot of people have probably seen this movie, and that's The Cutting Edge with DB Sweeney. Okay. Yep. You know a, uh, you know what? A uh, injured hockey player turns into a uh, figure skater. It was a great movie, a funny movie, and I think a lot of people could really uh, take to that movie. So I've never seen that one. I don't know it. There's a lot. It, you know what? I, I, I have to put this down. I, Karate Kid. Oh wow! You know what, man? You're talking. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You just have to put it down. I would think. Wow, Karate Kid. Okay. <laughs> I, I love John Leary right now in our chat room. He says, "How about the movie Gotcha about paintball? That movie was awesome. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Oh gosh. That movie was awesome. I, I, I liked it when they made a uh, Anthony Edwards and uh, Linda Fiorentino, which well, is funny never- because. Another movie I was going to throw out there, and she's in it, Linda Fiorentino, was Vision Quest. I've never seen that one. you never seen Vision Quest? No, I've never seen Vision Quest. I've never seen uh, Gotcha, uh, Gotcha. I guess is what uh, John was saying. No, I've never seen Funny. It, it, was, it, was a, <laughs> it was a very low-rated movie, Mike. I, would, I can imagine. 
Uh, Anthony Edwards was good in it, but it, it, it was, you know, it was a movie where if you think about like, wow, you know, if this could happen to you, you know, that that, that would be crazy. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so let me throw this out here. We got Karate Kid. Yeah. We got Lords of Dogtown. Yes. Pumping Iron. The Wrestler, right? Cannonball Run, right? Tin Cup, right? Cutting Edge. Yep, that's what we got. That's what we got. I mean, and, and you know what? There were so many movies I had on my list. I had, uh, you know, I had Vision Quest. I had uh, Point Break. You know, based a little bit around surfing. I had uh, Cool Runnings. Gotta love the Jamaican bobsled team, man. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that was a damn good movie. And I think honestly, should we put that on the list for the hell of it? Why not? Right. Well, yeah, we can put it on there. Let's put it on here. Cool Runnings. I think a lot of people have seen Cool Runnings. John Leary's freaking out about Point Break in the room. I'm surprised. I'm surprised somebody didn't, you know, a, a Downhill Racer. God, that was a horrible film. Yeah, that was a horrible film. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, movies uh, on, you know, just about everything. You have bowling movies when you, you know, talk about The Big Lebowski, you talk about Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was looking up uh, a bunch of stuff earlier today about what movies we could put down on the other and you know it, it, it came you know to me a, a little bit of a tie in skateboarding with uh lords of dogtown but then also a movie i loved thrashing with jo- with josh brolin from uh you know 1986 right i loved that movie you also had gleam the cube with christian slater there was a lot of movies on that other man that honestly we probably could have made a list of about 20 movies you're not kidding i agree with you you, you know for just the other category, but I think we should keep it short and see what what people really really love, Mike. I agree. I agree. They, they, and I think you've got. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna be putting in. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that there's an option in there for everybody to uh, jump in and 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 put another. You know, you can put your own in. Absolutely. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll definitely see where it goes. And you can find these ballots on FanJunkies.net and FrathouseSports.net, and you can yep. vote. And uh, we'll start announcing things uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, but that's about it for our show today. We have a little over te- uh, two minutes left. Just want to make some announcements here. On Monday's show, we're going to be joined by WIFL owner Ray Blanchett of Blanchett Sports Holdings, and we're going to talk about the newest franchises in the WIFL. They were announced last week. We're going to also uh, you know talk about the schedule. The schedule is out for those franchises, Mike, and some names are going to start trickling through uh, real early. Yep, I've, I've seen I've seen some stuff over on on the internet and on uh, Facebook and what have you. Yep. So Tuesday night, 9 p.m., Wrestle Chat Radio, very, very honored, very, very happy to announce that WWE legend George the Animal Steel will be joining us to talk about his iconic career in and out of the ring, the current state of professional wrestling, and also we're going to talk a little bit about his new book, Animal, coming out in July. Um, going to be a great show. We're also going to be joined on that show by a good friend of ours, and that's Wildcat heavyweight champion Luke Hawks, who was also a star of Extreme and uh, got a lot of things in the work, Mike. Our 100th episode is coming up May 8th, and we have very, very big guests. It's going to be a two-hour show. We're going to have three guests on that day, and we have a very, very big one to announce very soon. It's going to be great, Mike. Yep. It's going to be real great. So, Mike, we had a blast today talking about these sports movies. We're going to get the balloting up. So, remember, check it out on FanJunkies.net and FrathouseSports.net so you can vote and tell us what some of your favorite movies are. So for Mike McShane, I'm Jonathan Ragus. Thank you for listening into Fan Junkies Radio, and we'll see you all tomorrow. All right. Red House Saturday. You got it.